welcome to the pilot episode of the No Credentials Podcast. I am your host, Josh Cox. I am here with the milkman, Justin Goss, and we are coming to you from Durham, North Carolina. This is a brand new podcast. Listen, it's a sports podcast. We're huge NBA fans. We're all, we like all, all types of sports. This is a sports podcast, but this is not your regular sports podcast. Uh, no, we have no credentials. Uh, we, we have no reason to be doing this podcast other than the fact that we're good friends and we love sports. And so we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about cooking. We're going to talk about being parents. We're going to talk about a lot of different things on this podcast. But this is the pilot episode, episode one, and you're here for it. And we want to welcome you to the No Credentials podcast. Justin, my man, introduce yourself. Tell, tell the, the audience a little bit about you. Well, first off, I just want to thank you so much for, uh, for calling me by my favorite nickname that I've ever gotten in my entire life. Who would know when Chris Medlin slash hyphen Hill uh, gave me that nickname in eighth grade that will be following me around all these years? Um, I'm very grateful for that. I do appreciate that so much. Um, and, you know, and look, two things right off top. First, I want to welcome our two listeners. That may be being generous, but that's cool. Uh, and secondly, I'm 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 worried about you, man. That's what that's what I was trying to. I was about to talk to you about earlier, but I want to say for the podcast, man. I'm worried about you. I said, like right now, I expected you to pop up and you to be wearing like the fake mullet with like a nice little like l- nice little fake mustache, maybe a little le- like yeah. I know people can't see you right now, but you have a beautiful leopard skin shirt on. I mean, I thought you was gonna be set in the mood. I know you were so excited earlier today for your boy to get out, and old uh, old Big Donnie uh, didn't didn't come through, or at least he hasn't just yet. Dude, let me tell you something. <clears throat> Joe Exotic is ready. He has a limousine outside. <laughs> say that. Say that. Say that. He has a limousine ready for for DJT <laughs> to pardon him. And so let me just say this: if Donald Trump pardons Joe Exotic, that's going to be the biggest white trash party. That has ever happened, and uh, I don't know what to think. I'm not going to get into politics, uh, but I will say this: that that may be. No, nah, I don't want to go there. I'll just say that that'll be. <laughs> I'm not, we're not going to go there. We'll just say that. Uh, I, I was rooting for you, man. I want yeah, to see Joe on the outside myself. Well, let's say let's say this: there's a lot of our friends that would be just ecstatic, you know, to see oh, that. And they, you know. No I told you. I told you Trump was a, was was going to do this. <laughs> yeah, he came through on the last day. Exactly. It's made the last four years all worth it. Thank anyway, you. Let's let's, Thank let's, you. let's, yeah. move, let's <laughs> move on before we get in trouble. Well, um, look, no, man. Think- let's do this, Justin, real quick, man. So we all have loyalties, different things. You know, obviously, we're in the Raleigh Durham area, so like yep. college sports is big for us. Uh, but man, you uh, you got kind of a broad spectrum, man. Give us a rundown real quick of like your favorite teams. Um, I know you and I are in fantasy football together and stuff, so teams can be difficult sometimes to come across. But, man, who are your favorite teams? Talk about maybe some co- uh, college and maybe some pro teams. Well, I'm a little – man, uh, and you and you know this about me. And, and anyone listening, let's just know that me and Josh know each other well. So anything we're saying, we already know this about each other. But um, I don't really have favorite teams. I'm a little weird, man. I pull more for, like, players. Now, the only team you could say – that I actually have a rooting interest in. And uh, and I say that very, very lightly. Is the I see you over there grinning. It's the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, just let's just say I've lived uh, many years in pain. Like, uh, I, you know, I, you know, I have a healthy, uh, healthy bit of confidence, I guess you can say. So I like to go ahead and pull for the Wolfpack because it, it brings it all in. You know what I mean? I got to keep myself humble. Yeah, they definitely they definitely balance you out, man. There's no <laughs> question. If you if you happen to be a Duke fan, you'd be insufferable, yeah. dude. I don't think we could even be friends. And I'm a yeah, Duke fan yeah. myself. Oh, there's no doubt. I told I told my wife the other day I keep myself big because if I was actually in shape, I don't know. I don't know if my head could actually fit inside mm-hmm. the room. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Yeah, but, I, uh, uh, you're not you're not seeing this, listeners. But we're both heavy set guys. I've often told my wife if I was in shape. I'd walk around with my shirt off at least 75% of the time. Oh, there's no chance. Dude, I would have the strap, like the little thin strap tank tops, like 1980 style. Like the ones that like you could only like barely cover like one nipple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like the, the, and the loop goes down like close to your belly button all, all, all day long, bro. Yeah. You're wearing it with a sensor. The, the blur sensor has got to be ready. They're ready for that oh, blur sensor. Let me, let me tell you, this podcast is off to a It's, it's already there. It's already there. So, okay, so, so let's do this. So I'm a Duke fan, right? Duke football. I actually run a Duke football podcast, uh, Duke basketball. Honestly, I'm a little more emotionally invested in Duke football than I am Duke basketball, which is kind of crazy. Is it just, is it just this year? Well, no. I mean, that's, <laughs> speaking of a roller coaster, uh, that was that was this year. Um, but I'm kind of the same way in pro sports, man. I, I really kind of follow players. And, you know, the way free agency is now, now we're going to show our age. Back when we were growing up, you could be you could be a fan of an NBA or NFL franchise or MLB, yep, yep. and you could watch those players develop, come in the rookie season. You know what I mean? Uh, many of them yep. signing long term contracts with the with the uh, you know with their organization, and you kind of became you know yeah you were a Larry Bird fan, but you were a Celtics fan, or yeah you know you yep. were a, a Hawk a Dominic Wilkins fan, but you were a Hawks fan, and like now yep. it's 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 different, man, with everybody going. So I guess. You know, I'll give you mine real quick. So I would say if I'm going through, um, man, in the NFL, uh, currently I, I can't stop watching Aaron Rodgers and I can't stop watching Pat Mahomes. And hopefully Mahomes comes back and is able to play um, in the AFC Championship game. Oh, but those on, two God, guys, man, playing, man. I don't playing. know, dude. I've not seen a guy he's stagger playing. like that on the field in a Look, long time. Dog, I don't care. They're going to hire they gonna hire somebody named uh, Stephen uh Lahome, Lamones, or something. I mean, something. <laughs> dude's gonna be out there with a fake. That dude's playing, man. He's there's gonna be no, like, no, it's gonna be like Cliff Paul coming out instead of Chris Paul. Exactly. exactly. Put on a mustache. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely happening. Come on. He'll man. be there. Yeah. But those two guys, man, I love watching those guys. I'm in the NBA. Being a Duke fan, man, I really, I really love. Uh, oh, hold I got you. I got you. Hold on, hold on. Don't even, don't even say it. I know you're gonna roll this year. You definitely roll with the Brooklyn Nets. And you're rolling with the New York Knicks because your two favorite, your two favorite Dukies of all time, mm. Austin Rivers and Kyrie mm. Irving. Quit fighting, man. Look, I see you right now. I see the Irving, the Irving jersey is behind you, is right behind you on the wall. Yeah, and I, I know the river, I know the Rivers. I bet you the Rivers one's dirty. I bet you in the wash because you wore it the other day. Yeah, uh, let's just say this. And we we were gonna get there, but I'm I'm going to save my opinion of the of the Brooklyn Nets until we now. get into that segment. I use that word, Justin, segment of the yeah, podcast. But that. let's just say that I am not a Kyrie Irving or Austin Rivers fan. Now, the longer Austin Rivers is away from Duke University, the more I maybe like him. Like, what he's doing this year with New York is pretty awesome. He's playing great, closing out games. And they got R.J. Barrett there, too. 
Um, so I, I do like RJ Barrett, and, I like uh, and, RJ. Sorry. and I'm, a, I'm a Julius Randle. I like Julius Randle, even though he's a Kentucky guy. I'm a Julius Randle fan, but I will say this: I am a New Orleans Pelicans man. They call it the Bayou Brotherhood. They got Brandon Ingram down there. They got Zion, and they got JJ Reddick. Oh man, uh, you old school Pelicans now, you dude! Pelicans, that's the Hornets, baby. So Absolutely. basically, the Charlotte Hornets. So, you just didn't start liking them last year. No, no. So I've been liking them since the mid like, '90s, baby. Since yeah, Grandma right. was playing for them. You had the first Pelicans uh, jacket. You yeah, you know it. Starter jacket, man. The teal and purple, baby. <laughs> so, but uh, no, I, I, th- I just think that like uh, a lot of this started off like uh, a lot of y'all don't know that me and me and Josh, man, we go back a long ways, and a lot of it I think come from uh, me and you. Like we're in, you know, we we in a disc golf. We uh, also listen. Like we we are we're in this niche sport called disc golf. Oh yeah, um, we it's, both not it. it's not frisbee. It's not frisbee golf. Yeah, yeah, it's not it. froth. Uh, don't call it frog, man. Nobody no. get that thing right. But anyways, uh, like me and him, like we always usually stuck. We go on these trips together with other group of our guys. We go to the the mountains in the fall. We go to the the beach in the in the spring. And me and you are the only ones riding together. And in those rides, we have a lot of good good debates. And I think that's where it kind of this is the, the genesis of this kind of came out of those debates because I think. Uh, I don't know if anybody – I know it interests me and you and maybe and maybe it will interest somebody else, but I think a lot of our debates, uh, we got – sometimes it's heated. Uh, sometimes uh, it can be a little contentious. I think we always respect each other, but, you know, one thing I always love is, is getting it a dunk on you on a, uh, a regular basis, especially when it comes to takes. Of course. So uh, if, I can, if I can record that, why, you know, while I dunk on you and get like a little, like a little hanging on the rim action, let's do yep. this. I mean, yep. I, I mean it. And I'm, I'm here for the beating. I'm here for the beat. There's, there's definitely one thing we will that you will find out as a listener, and that is whether or not Justin is right doesn't matter. He will be <laughs> the most passionate, and he oh, will no win doubt. the he will no win doubt. the passion award. No doubt. What what does our mutual friend Brian say? Justin Brian says that Justin tends to just yell until you eventually agree with me. Just yep. to be quiet. Yep, that's what we're going to do, man. His Dundee, your so, Dundee, is the most passionate, most absolutely. passionate award. But look, so let's talk a little NBA, man. So like, we're both pretty big NBA fans. Justin was a uh, Justin is a local YMCA legend uh, around here. Played with a few, uh, played with a few NBA guys. Played uh, against and and with a couple of them in Josh, some like summer league type stuff. Josh, let me ask you: Who uh, else you know? Who else you know has their jersey retired at a Pizza Inn? Bro, <laughs> all right, <laughs> you give me one other guy. And that's it, man. Look, hey, you go in there, you get your buffet, you get your salad, and you get to look at uh, the five o hanging uh, hanging beside your head. That's all you need to worry about. Yeah. So if you're in, if you're around Durham, North Carolina, and you ever get a chance to go to the Pizza Inn on North Duke Street in Durham, North Durham, you walk in there, and in the Pizza Inn, there's that Patriots fifty is up there framed it's framed and that was justin's actual for real legit jersey from high school the only way to do it if you're gonna if you're gonna hang it but it better be framed though that's all i got to say and and if it's gonna hang somewhere hanging a buffet i mean it better be a buffet you know (laughs) better than the gym where you scored you know multiple points and led led you know no send me to the buffet i've i've done on a buffet or two in my time it just shows you, you know, obviously you were more effective at the buffet than you were at the gym. And so I'm a local legend at the YMCA and I'm a local legend at your local Golden Crown. 
That's the only thing I got to say about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's go, let's go, man. Let's 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 do this, man. I got some yeah. tape. Yeah, man. So NBA. So here we sit, man. We're in. We're somewhere between. Uh, teams have played between like twelve and fifteen games. Obviously, with COVID, you know, there's been some postponements and stuff like that. Um, I did see this t- uh, yesterday or last night, man. It caught my attention. So as of right now, speaking of like old school basketball, as of right now, the Celtics are leading the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. and the Lakers are leading the Western Conference. Oh, we're and taking it back to the early '80s. Okay. Yeah, man, we're taking it. We're taking it back. Bird magic. It's here, but, but man, how uh, you know how cool would that be, man? I, we that's not happened yet to have like two of those. You know the the really old school kind of rivalry. Um, you know, uh, finals matchup, and I don't know if that's going to end up happening or not. But man, you know, so far in the season, there's been there's been a you know a lot that's happened. Um, you know, Bradley Beal. By the way, I guess John Wall needed to get out of town in D.C. is leading the league in scoring by like almost five points a game. He said he's oh, almost dude, he's at thirty-five all, points. He's been one of the secret weapons of the NBA for years, man. His mm-hmm. his game, his game is just so so smooth. Yeah, he's legit. I mean, I don't like to give him credit, but he is, he he is legit. You got to Bill, man. I don't know, man. Didn't he go to Kansas? Uh, I think he's a Florida kid. Florida, that's right. I, I have no yeah, reason. I, I have kid. no what reason. You got the Gators, man. I got. I love the Gators. My father-in-law is the biggest Florida Gators fan I know. I love Florida. I really do. I'm, I. I don't know why. Maybe honestly, it's because my man got drafted and played in in Washington, and like there's just something about Washington. I will say this: John Wall, wherever John Wall is playing, I got no interest in watching. So like, I'm not a big John Wall guy. So maybe that was my whole thing. And well, you know, sadly, you remember? You remember they were always that like four or five matchup in the East that no one wanted oh, to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Like they, the, pa- yeah. the Pacers and the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I actually, don't, I actually don't mind. The Pacers this year are, are interestingly enough, have snuck into my my top five uh, must-watch. Like, if they're on TV, I'm watching them. And I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I just like Sabonis. I mean, they're one, of the, they're one of the teams right now in the NBA that actually play for real team ball. Like Malcolm Brog- Malcolm Brogdon is yep. just I don't know how Milwaukee let him go. There he's absolutely balling out. I mean, I mean, you got Sabonis is just Sabonis is so fun to watch, man. He's just he's fantastic. I mean, and and now they well, well, I was gonna say now they got Levert, but now Levert, I don't know how long he's gonna be out. Yeah, I know. Uh he would definitely <laughs> help them even, you know, even more. But yeah. And they got what Miles Turner, TJ Warren. Turner, yeah, no, you you need to put Turner on the trading block more because ever since he got on the trading block, he has just been out there, just straight punishing people. I mean, yep. he is playing at outstanding. I think he's averaging like th- like at least three blocks a game this year. I mean, he's just he's been outstanding. I, I, I on the low key, I really do like Indiana. Now, but see that, but she was talking about old school basketball. They they take it back to old school basketball because they play. They, they, you can, you can put their, their game right now into the mid nineties, mid like early two thousands, and they will fit in just fine. Maybe yeah. not with the defensive intensity, but with the, with the way they share the ball. I mean, it's, 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 it's a definite throwback. And you know, they took a chance, honestly, with this in, in a way in that, in that trade that we're going to get to in a second. You know, in, in a nutshell for them, they traded away Vic Oladipo uh, to get Karis Levert, and so. Um, yeah, but have you watched Old Depot this year though? I haven't watched much of him, to be honest with you. 
Okay, he did for well, he he seemed just I'll be honest with you, he seemed disinterested in being in Indiana. I think they knew, I think they knew he, he was on the expiring year of his contract. I think they knew that he was not coming back. So you might as well get somebody. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think the way they're playing right now, I don't think they really got a downgrade on Levert. And all if you want to talk about a trade, I'll talk about a trade now. I think the big winner of that big trade, in all honesty, now it depends on I did. At the time, now it's a little iffy cut due to his fit. Them, them finding, uh, I think they found something was spot on his liver. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, now, before that happened, I thought they were the big winners. I mean, they gave up Oladipo and they gave back, got back a guy who and the draft pick and the draft pick. I think they, I think they got back a guy that I think may fit their team better than Oladipo, Oladipo does already. Like in, well, in, in. <clears throat> here are the here here are the details of that trade. Um, the Cavaliers ended up with Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince. Love Jarrett Allen, by the way. Yeah, he's he's great. The next the only got, problem is there's the, now the only problem is Cavaliers now have probably about eleven centers on their team, right? And maybe and maybe one guard, like yeah. maybe you know maybe, uh, Sexton, <laughs> and then eleven centers. That's about, that's what it got. I know, on. like they signed Marquise Bolden, former Duke guy in the off season and he made the squad and I'm like, dude, there's like four different guys there that play like a true five, like a oh, real dude. five. Like an old school true yeah, five. They, like there's a no, there's no, yeah. There's no stretch fives anywhere on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, they don't, they have no identity, but that's nothing new after LeBron left. But yeah. So they got Jared Allen, Torian and Prince. The Nets obviously got James Harden and they also got a second round pick. Pacers received Karis LeVert and a second-round pick. But the Rockets, man, you know, honestly, it kind of depends uh, on, on your thoughts here. But Dante Exum, uh, some guy named – I can't maybe pronounce one, it. Maybe one day it will happen for Dante Exum. Yeah, maybe. Rody, Rodion's Kirks. I don't even know who that dude is. Oh, come on, man. You know Rodion. I, I don't know Rodion. But then Victor, of course. And then they ended up with four unprotected first-round picks. So they get the Nets picks in 2022, 24, and 26. They get the Cavs pick in 2022. They could wind up with three. I mean, honestly, they could wind up with three lottery picks, possibly. And the Nets probably won't have a lottery pick, but they could, they will definitely wind up with three first round draft picks in the 2022 draft. And then they have four first round swaps with the Nets. So in 2021, they can swap with them in the odd season. So, like, you know, depending on how those draft picks wind up, I mean, the Rockets could obviously be the 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 winner of this trade um but you know you never know you could uh it depends on if those draft picks uh end up being anything close to what james harden was you know do you realize that there is a 12 year old kid somewhere in america right now that is firing up his xbox is about to pop in nba 2k and he will be like he may he may have just first got it got in his first dunk probably about six four probably you know 12 year old probably lanky and probably like 120 but this dude will be involved in this trade at some point. In time. Yes. That is just so ridiculous to me. Yep. That's I, wild. I, but I mean, he had to go. I mean, he, like if you listen to the, the post game interview at the end of his last game, yeah. it, it almost sounded like an exit interview to a job almost. And, um, and it was just like, it, you, it, he was gone. And like, he, cause you can't, you can't uh you can't throw your I mean he just basically just destroyed his teammates. 
I mean, and then like yeah, and, and, just, and when some, when your teammates are guys like Demarcus Cousins, they're not going to cover for you. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't mess with that dude. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a YouTube I saw a YouTube compilation the other day of guys who just ran into him. And let me tell you something. Like at when in that battle, he never lost. I put it to you like that. Yeah, the dude. I mean, you just you ain't gonna mess with that guy. And then and then when he comes out, I mean, when Cousins comes out and basically slam, you don't come back in the gym. So. And, I, and right now, on the Brooklyn side of things, I mean, look, his first game was terrific. I mean, I think his second game is tonight. I believe it may be going on right as we're recording. Yeah. I mean, it, it may work. I don't know. I, but we got to see what Kyrie's going to do. I mean, Kyrie is the team killer. I mean, he's the absolute team. I mean, he looked – I mean, he destroyed he, – he did, like, he, he destroyed LeBron's, like, Tenure in Cleveland. Well, I won't say that because I'll be honest with you. Well, they won that championship, and he hit that shot. Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, well, no, no, that's the only thing he did. He almost threw the game away. Thirty seconds later, when he sure. threw up a layup on a fast break, when he should have just pulled it out. I thought LeBron was going to smack him after that. Let's not get into that. Anyway. <laughs> but then, but then, like, so he killed that. Then he went to Boston about about killed your boys because I knew you. I know you're a huge Boston guy. Yeah, and I am. Mainly, I love mainly of, Oh, yeah, no doubt. Mainly because of Tatum. And, Tatum and, fu- and future Duke uh, basketball coach Brad Stevens. <laughs> I knew I knew that was coming. <laughs> I, knew, I, mean, I knew that was coming. I don't and, really uh, think that, by the way. I don't know, man. You don't think you'll leave that job for for Duke? I, I mean, I, I hope. But let's there's, see, I, mean, let's, I just don't think it will happen. I'll put it to you like this. It depends on what the Celtics are doing at the time. Yeah. I Honestly, I'd like for him to go ahead and win a title. It'd be awesome if they could go and win one because that would be kind of like, okay, I've kind of done it. Now I'm going to go and and you know have a have a challenge in the back in the college game. But I will, who knows? I will, I will say there's few destination jobs in college basketball. I will put Duke Duke in Kentucky and maybe on the fringes North Carolina maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I mean I know that and, and I know <laughs> I know we got some we got some friends who are Carolina fans. And I, he said, I don't, I do not think that job right now is prestigious as the Duke and or like Kentucky job. I just, yeah. I would put them one second. I will put Carolina in the same vein as Kansas. But anyways, that's beside the point. But um, but yeah, I don't know what what they're gonna do. I mean, Kyrie coming back. I mean, who knows? I think I think the 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 big the big test is gonna be when it comes down to the end of the game or the end of the tight game. And one of them is going to be – there's going to be a situation. I'm telling you right now. I, would, I mean, I'm absolutely fascinated by this. And I would love to see what happens. And I'm just – I'm going to watch it. But I'm not already giving them the East like Stephen A. Smith. And right. all these, I'm just not automatically giving to them right now. I'm just not. No, all I can say is – and KD, I, I'm not a huge KD fan. I there, But but I don't – I'm not a hater either. I'm not a KD hater. But I'm definitely – he's not he's not my favorite guy. I respect his skills. Um, I think he's one of the all-time greats, but he's not like my favorite person. And then James Harden and Kyrie Irving aren't even close on my list of possible favorite people. So if they could have possibly put three people that I do not like to oh, – say, Oh, yes. They're on the they team. Immediately, they immediately vaulted into the most hated team in the NBA. Oh, I'm, I'm the most anti-Nets guy right now that you could possibly be. But I will say this. Has anyone checked up on the Houston – adult nightlife situation right now because <laughs> all i know there's going to be some there's going to be some adult dancing clubs they're going to see a bit of bankruptcy bank, i know bankruptcy coming in 
There's going to be – there might be uh, some people taking one-way flights from Houston, you know, up to oh, LaGuardia. Everyone, they, they, are, they are checking on any kind of club openings yep. in, in, in New York right now. This could possibly go. Let me tell you something. My man is going to be putting in work. Look, like, Harden's going to be at, like, random games. And, There's going to be a girl. He's going to like, do I know you from somewhere? And she's like, oh, yeah, you do. And also on the flip side of that, if I own the club in New York City, not only would I like we would we would get the thing we would get a popping number one, but number two I would look into immediately we got to put a buffet in that bad boy. Oh yeah. So if anyone has looked at James Harden right now, there's two things he enjoys: women dancing in various states of clothing, obviously. Right. And I'm telling you something: if you put the buffet, oh man, what I tell you that the economy in New York City right now is just going to be just jumping. I agree. That's what, you know, Governor Cuomo should really look into that. Like, he's been trying to rescue New York City, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's the that's adult it. life, the adult hey, nightlife. James Harden coming to the city. <laughs> that's where he's coming from. But, oh, no, that's man. what I think about it. It's just – it's too early to tell. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, but we'll see, man. So, and at the end of the end of this uh, podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, we're going to do a draft each or or a pick 'em of some sort. This week is going to be a draft, and we are actually going to draft our top uh, five um, NBA players. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. That's um, from Kareem on, by the from way. Kareem on exactly. Yeah, because I'm a little older than you. I remember Kareem, but that's that's kind of where your cutoff, yeah, like is right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get to that in, in, in just a second. Uh, but one of the things that both of us are, and so you know, we we both are parents, and so we both have uh, both have kids, and um, so each week Justin usually has better stories than I do. I don't know if they're if Justin's stories are true or not, but they're funny. <laughs> and uh, so Justin's got two kids, and man, Justin, you got plenty, man. You got a lot. You got an archive of things. That's happened to you as a parent, man. And like, well, uh, you know, share, share just briefly, you know, it ain't gotta be like a, you know, <laughs> just share briefly, share, share a little parenting, uh, you know, not advice, just like a story, you know, listen, J- JC, let me, let me assure you that they are true. I mean, I'm not sure if that's a good thing. I'm not sure if that's something for me to be proud of. They're true. Now, basically I cannot contribute these, to myself or my parenting skills in any way, shape, or form. I can only attribute these mainly. Now, I say about 20%, you know, my beautiful daughter, Ella, but I say 80%, uh, you know, my main man, Leviticus, a.k.a. the funniest man in the world. Yes. As he, as he likes to call himself. Yes. So, so this week, this week, I mean, I know you, you mentioned something to me about it, and I didn't have, really have to think that hard. Because let me tell you, this week, uh, this week's been interesting. Like okay, so you you okay? I'm I'm a father of two, uh, three kids, two girls. You have two girls yourself. So and now so my youngest, obviously, you know, six year old, he's a boy. And like I wasn't like I wasn't ready for this. Like he's like you know, it's just it's a whole different. Like you know, you see you see girls, you know, they're so precious, they're so beautiful, they're delicate. You know, you you want to take care of them, and then you see this this little dude, like little version of yourself. It just runs around the house, and all he wants to do is just continuously punch you in your private area. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. on just continue that, and you know, and like, you know, and it, it's like a, it's like so weird. So, 
So the thing I've been working with, with working with, with them, I don't know if I said that correctly, but the thing I'm working with is him just basically just him understanding that the older he gets, he's basically going to have to wear clothes mm. and like, and not even so much like a shirt. All right. I mean, he can roll around shirtless. I'm just talking about pants. Cause let me tell you, my, my dude gets to the house and the first thing he does is just, is like the shirt goes off, the shoes gets kicked and then the pants are coming off. I mean, it's just draw style. And I mean, it's, and that's, it's that way for the rest of the night. And it's just like, I mean, it, so it's been a struggle with me trying to get him to put clothes on. So we finally got to that point. So now, now he's just rolling around with a shirt off all the time, which is cool. You know, hey, you know, if you got it, you know, if you got it, you got it, you know, you got to show the guns off. I understand. But now he's starting to get these random phone calls from these kids in his class. And some of them are girls. So, like, so now I'm trying to make sure that I let him know that he has got to be wearing clothes, especially when another little girl in his class gives him a call on his tablet. Yeah. So, like, so rewind back to this past Saturday. Like, you know, I'm, I get home. You know, I work the night shift. So I get home. It's like, you know, about 8, 8.30. I'm just hanging out, you know, with the fam before I go to bed for a little bit. My man, you know, he got some shorts on, but, you know, he got a shirt on. Like, yeah, I had to make him put some shorts on. But so this little girl, I ain't going to say her name because we ain't going to incriminate anybody else's kids. I'll, I'll leave, you know, I'll leave you incriminating my right. kid. I don't want to throw nobody right. else under that. So, so he gets a phone call from this little girl in his class and gets on the phone, gets on the, gets on the tablet. And I'm just like, Levi, you got me, you got me, dude, you ain't got a shirt on, buddy. He's like. So my man gets this big grin on his face, right? Why, you know, he's on, you know, he just answers the call. He's like, "Hey, I ain't got no shirt on." <laughs> and he goes like, "You want to see my chest?" I'm like, "Oh no, this this ain't going to go good." Now I was feeling really bad until immediately right after he said, "Do you want to see my chest?" The girl on the other end of the line giggled a little bit and then proceeded to tell Levi how she peed in her bed the night before. Oh, yeah. So, so then I looked at my wife, and I'm like, okay, this is getting too weird and too awkward for me. And I just walked. I just – honestly, I left the room. Classic. Dude, that's six. That's a classic six-year-old conversation. So I don't – like, I just don't understand kids nowadays. I got my I got my son out here asking random girls if he wants to see his chest. Yep. And then, and then the other one's talking about – their 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 habits their bad habits at bedtime. I'm like I'm like, dude, I don't understand kids, man. So dude, I, so, um, let's be honest though. If we could live in a six year old world, you know, like if we if I could just go back in time, who wouldn't want to just run around with no no clothes on? That's I true. Say, who really? I mean, it's it's kind of a bother, you know. It's also got me thinking back to like when I was a kid, like. Did I just run around in my drawers all the time? I mean, right. like, you know, and look, we just now started teaching them it's not okay just to pee off the side of the porch because Carrie told him that little boys can pee outside. So he thought that meant that he can go out on the front porch when cars driving by in the middle of the day and just pee off the porch. So we just now started teaching. Like, good. you know, <clears throat> I mean, this is parenting one-on-one all day long, so. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically all I really got. But I, mean, I love I, it, man. So we're going to call that dad life, man. We're going to call that dad life each week. 
And uh, most you're going to 95% of the time you're going to hear from Justin. The only time you'll hear from me is if I just have something crazy that happens with my two uh, daughters, which does happen on occasion. I get, I get a really good story um, out of it, but, uh, but oh, yeah, I man. promise you, I will have, I, I promise you, this is David. This is David. Like every single day. I, this is what I deal with. This, this dude, he's, he's a, just a walking, just, I, I have no idea. He's his character, man. He absolutely is. Yeah. That's my guy. That's my guy. We also, man, we also want to bring uh, one of my passions um, kind of into this as well. Oh, is it grilling time? Grilling oh, time, oh, baby. Oh, out the road. So I've actually, so I've actually named this segment in honor. Oh, I, I know you did. In honor of my man Nelly, I have named this "Let Me See You Grills." So you know, uh, in honor of in honor of Nelly. Um, but yeah, what, what, what we smoke? What we smoking this week, man? Talk to me. Well, tonight I grilled a couple steaks, and we did oh, uh, okay. a little Asian. Little, dude, let me tell you what I did tonight. And this is not it's not but my talk, but tonight, I, dude, I got ramen noodles. Uh-huh. And I got ramen noodles I'm and intrigued. used that as a base. Uh-huh. And then I got like the, your like frozen stir fry vegetables, grilled them, I put them on the in the skillet, yeah, steak over top of it, and then obviously soy sauce, Worcestershire, garlic, and all that stuff, and then some sriracha over top of it, dude. Oh, now we're talking, dude. So you had the noodle base with the with the vegetables and then the steak on top, bro. It was it was killer. And the sriracha was just the cherry on top of the wood. That burger, was it. Man. If the, if sriracha wasn't there, the flavor wouldn't have been there, dude. Uh, sriracha is honestly. I'd have to put sriracha in my top five favorite flavors. Yeah, that's a draft. Oh draft. no, that we doing that like one? Oh, condiments. Condiments is a draft for sure, bro. Ever since we did the draft or the top five, I'm not. We're gonna do. And by the way, we need to do some top five too. Yeah. The reason why I say top five, so we'll is, argue about that. We'll we'll argue about that, but also our level of expertise is in different areas, right? And different things. Like for example, if there's anything cooking wise, it's gonna be like. I'm not really gonna know how to draft off of that, but I can, right. I know I do a top five off of that. Now, if it's anything to do with any kind of movies, TV, right. or I, my knowledge is gonna be a little bit higher than yours, and you're not gonna have the same draft as mine. Yeah. So I think I'm actually a normal human being. I do not. I did not memorize the credits on every single movie I've ever watched, for, for and somehow retained I'm, all that knowledge. For as long as I've known you, you know, I think it's what twenty five years now. Yeah, you have loved to clown me on my ability on my ability to memorize the most random things. I will say it's an impressive feat and an impressive and impressive uh, intelligence that I have that will lead, that will get me absolutely nowhere in life. Right, I agree with that. But <laughs> no, I do nowhere. every time I listen to uh, the Rewatchables podcast. Oh, man. <clears throat> with Bill Simmons, I'm like, man, Justin yeah. needs to be on this podcast. Oh, dude, I would kill it. Oh man, I'll be the dream kid. Yeah. I, I don't care what I need to do to get on that podcast. I would. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. But here's I my said, thing what, for so what, what about the rub, man? Like, what yeah. So I'm gonna give you tonight my number one, like most versatile. Okay, it's the most versatile rub. It's your go-to. Yeah, it's my go-to, and here's the reason why. It can go on chicken. It can go on pork. All different kinds doesn't matter. It can go on like French fries. It can go on popcorn. It can oh, go on no. veggies. It's got a little bit of a kick to it, but it's not too spicy. Um, and it is put out by a company called Meat Church. Meat Church. MeatChurch.com. Uh, Matt Pittman runs that out of, out of Texas. I can't even pronounce the name of the city in yeah, Texas. Let's get, let's get a sponsorship. Come on. Yeah, I know. We need to get that. But uh, yeah, it's a Meat Church rub, and it is called Holy Voodoo. 
Oh, I love it already. Holy voodoo. So yes. if if you're uh, anywhere near like an Academy Sports, uh, they sell meat church rubs. Some Ace Hardware stores will sell meat church rubs or you can buy it off their website. But man, holy voodoo, dude. I put it on like a whole chicken. Do you know why I know? Do you know why I know it's the real deal? Why is that? If you have to go to a hardware store to buy your rub, that right there is going to be, it's all business. The closest Academy Sports to me, to my house, is 45 minutes away. Tell me you drive it. Oh, yeah. I drove it the day after Thanksgiving. Um, (laughs) I drove it because they had a little special for Black Friday, and I drove it. Absolutely. And I got me some more. But I will just get, tell you, if you, how much you get that day? I want to. I want to know. I got. I bought five different rubs that day. My so man. yeah, it was probably about about ten dollars a piece. So I heard about fifty. And said, "I got my Christmas covered." Yeah. Don't you worry. It's all taken care of. And I hope you came back with just a whole trunk load or just trunk load of just rubs everywhere. But my my problem right now is that I have so many, and I'm I'm trying to figure out like. <laughs> trying different ones and but yeah so that's my that's that's my go-to so if you if you want one if you want to go buy a rub and you're like i don't want to buy like a specialty rub that's just for like steak or just for a certain thing but like it's versatile i can use it on anything holy voodoo gotcha holy voodoo holy voodoo now in the meat now in the meat church congregation as they call it oh there is the gospel oh there's the holy gospel they got holy cow, so there's there's a lot in the in the meat church congregation. Okay. They hey, also they also had one called D's Nuts that they that oh, they man. have renamed. I'm not sure oh. how that's working, but they've Let me renamed. Tell you it. I hope I hope everything is holy, 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 and holy, and at the very last one is just D's nuts. <laughs> got it. That's, that's what I want to see. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Exactly. Now, can you order this online? Though? You can meatchurch.com. Meatchurch.com. Okay. You know. So, anyway, we'll be doing, we'll be bringing you that each time, each podcast that we have. I'll bring you something about uh, cooking or, or, or grilling for the most part. I started uh, over a little over a year ago, really trying to get into that stuff. And then COVID hit. And so that even helped in that sense because we were home all the time and I was figuring out different things and cooking. And so, I do kind of enjoy that. My wife also really enjoys the fact that I like to cook. So, uh, and if you ever want to just like see the just behind the scene process, how the magic is made, uh, if if I can, you know, just follow find Josh on Instagram and yeah. or Facebook, and you will just see you will just see the magician in the shop. Just I do my best. Hey man, I just I actually just converted my carport. Uh, we're actually going to make that a little li- outdoor living space. And I just brought in, I've got a gas grill, I've got a smoker and, and I've got a charcoal grill and I've got my, for my, for Christmas, my, my wife and kids bought me a prep table, like an outdoor prep table. You can store stuff underneath and it's got like a stainless steel top. Dude, I can do my whole deal out there, man. I've said the over under of four times in a month that your neighbors call the fire department because they oh. think your house is legit on fire. Yeah. The other day I had my, my charcoal grill and, and I didn't have it far enough out. And so like, I, I just walked out and it was like I the whole carport. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, look, this is the, fa- our favorite time. This is our pick section um, of the podcast. Oh, We're going to close each podcast. 
uh, with with this each week. Um, and this for this week, we're going to do a, a, a top, uh, not a top five, but we're going to do a draft. Um, and so, you know, I, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, basically, uh, we draft, we're going to draft our top five NBA players. Now, this is not necessarily our top favorite. It's not our favorite players. We're saying these are the top players. This is who so, we think are the greatest players of all time. Exactly. Now, this is going to begin post Kareem Abdul-Jabbar era. So we're talking about basically the mid-80s um, moving forward um, on on the greatest NBA basketball players. And so um, because I am just such a gracious guy. Um, you, you know, know man, you ain't gracious because you know who I'm going to take number one. Oh, so don't, even, don't, even take. Take gracious. Don't, take, don't even call this gracious. You know, you know. who I'm going to take number one. <clears throat> well, now, whoever has man. number one is taking him, so. It, no, he ain't. I'm you gonna take it. the same person you are. Oh, if you, oh, now we gonna have some talk about if 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 you change your mind on some song or something. Now here's the thing, like, I mean, I got my list. I I I, I know I, I don't even have to do man. I'm off the top of my head, bro, because I've ranked these things. In fact, I ranked these at work the other day. Me and a buddy, uh, a man at work, was debating this the other the other day at work. So I literally can do this in my. And on top of that, me and you definitely can do this in our sleep because we have probably had this. Yeah, discussion slash debate, like it bare minimum ten times. Yep. That that being said, there's one there there. I think there's a tipping point in this draft, which I'm really trying to. I, I'm I'm torn. There's a strategy. Whether, I'm well, I'm torn on whether I want to just basically make you angry or right. actually try to win, because I think there's a there's one guy in particular, and maybe you know who I'm talking about, maybe you don't. That I think it's gonna it's gonna um cause some controversy between me and you that also that being said like when you brought this up i did i did want to i did want to say one thing about this it's it's interesting because my my mindset on who like greatest players of all time has kind of changed and i've kind i kind of started to uh broach the topic the other day but i want to say for this actually your good buddy uh mj number 23 his airness um, actually said something that I completely agree with for the first time in a long time. Because someone asked him, you know, it, about the whole debate between him and LeBron. And he said, and I actually completely, and he said something that was very fascinating. He said, you cannot compare me and LeBron because we're from different eras. And that, and I yeah. was like, it's like each era has their greatest player, but each era is different. And, you know, He's kind of he kind of hit around the head because he even said he's like if you ask me you know who's the greatest player of all time he's not going to say itself he's going to say I think he said either I don't you might need to fact check I think he said either Wilt or Oscar Robinson is who he would say is the greatest player mm-hmm. of all time because that's from the era he grew up in right now and so that makes sense because it was it was interesting about this whole draft is. I think there's great players that can play in different eras. Like any like LeBron, and despite what anyone says, and there's a lot of people who hate LeBron. A lot of people. We'll get into that in a second, I'm sure. But LeBron can play in any era. Mm-hmm. MJ can play in any era. MJ can play in an era now now easily. Yep. You know, so so it's interesting. I don't know if we can really classify who is the GOAT, because I do think there's goats of different eras. Yep. But that being said, we I mean for for fun, let's go, man. Let's I mean, do it, man. You got you got number one. Well, you know who I, you know where I'm gonna go, man. Go ahead. 
All right, straight straight from the great state of Ohio. Let's be honest. Well, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna duck on Ohio right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, straight from the straight the great state of Ohio, your four-time NBA champion, four-time league MVP. Let's be honest, should have been a lot more than that. Your future all-time leading scorer in, in history. I do believe that's gonna happen. LeBron, I knew his middle name, I can't think of it. James Senior, that's right. And I know right now, off the top, we're listening. We're probably losing about you know at least one of the two people that are listening. Yeah, fifty percent oh, of our audience is like, I'm out. Is go. And uh, and uh, is that who you was going to take number one? No, it wasn't. I thought you were going to go MJ. I thought you were going to go MJ. My mind has changed on this. Yeah, and, and it's- I no, it's it is what you said is spot on, dude. Like in my opinion. Like there are different eras, and, and and we won't. I'll get there later, but I think that there are guys that even bridge the gaps in those eras. You know, again, from, again at me. I know, I know. Let's 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 talk about it. Now. We're gonna get there. We ain't there yet. Well, here's the well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing about LeBron. All right, and I and and me and you've had this discussion before. Now, now we're going off of just pure. Now we're going about. Are we going off of best resume or best career or who I think is a better player? Yeah, I'm just going the best player, man. Okay, that's why I think you're right on LeBron. I I, I think he's a better all-around player than MJ. Look, there's no argument. I mean, my man is like a linebacker that plays point and and shares the ball and can score whenever he wants to. And here's the thing: I want, and I kind of wanted you to go after me a little bit more on the LeBron take (laughs) because I wanted to because you know me, I I can I can I can come back at any anti-LeBron argument that you bring up. Okay, people say. Okay, people say, well, he's just he just does that because he's big. That's bull. If that's the case, Andre Drummond will be averaging a triple double every night. So don't right. give me that card. He's as big as Julius Peppers. He has the best, he has the highest basketball IQ yep. of any player I've ever seen. The people who the people who hate LeBron, and there's a lot of them, they do it because they don't like him personally. Right. And that's what bothers me. If you don't yep. like the guy personally, trust me, there's a lot of things that he has done that I don't agree with. His take on China this year was <laughs> one of the worst takes that I've ever heard come out of anyone's mouth. I mean, it's hard. I don't dis- I don't agree with – now, I think what he does – I think the good that he does far outweighs the bad. Like, but you got to think about it. This is, this is my argument with him being the greatest. No one ever had the amount of pressure that they had on him. MJ did not have the same amount of pressure going nope. to the league then. Nope. He was on the cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated when he was either 15 or 16 years I think old. 16, yeah. It's a, he was he was already crowned as the greatest player of all time before he even stepped on the NBA court. He has not had a scandal, a major scandal. I mean, you yep. can say, okay, what the flopping is the best thing? Everyone <laughs> flops. Let's not get into that. Dude, he's Everyone. he's still married to his wife and still married to his great no father. An unbelievable parent. You yep. say what you want to about that dude personally. Unbelievable. Dude would fly. Helicopters and, and, and almost missed like real NBA games to watch his kid play high school basketball. Yep. I mean, so I don't, so no one, and, and that's not, and that's not sure. even mentioning what he's doing in the city of Akron right now, where exactly, you know, with the school, now, they just bought that, that event center, that uh, community center, they're about to turn oh, into a huge yeah. thing. Um, the scholarships that he's given, college scholarships, housing that they've given to different people, man. I, I, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I, I, there's, I'm not arguing the pick. I think he's great. I think this was, this was cool. Alex Caruso was interviewed 
on the JJ Reddick podcast. And they asked him about LeBron and how smart he was. You mentioned he he has his basketball IQ is ridiculous. I think they were playing like Indiana or somebody. And there was like a rookie on the court. This was sometime last year. And they were calling out a, a, whatever their offensive set was. And the rookie couldn't hear him or he was like asking for them to repeat it. And LeBron was standing beside him and LeBron leans over to him and goes, hey, it's this and this is what you're supposed to do. Like he literally told the opposing team guy like what he what they called and what he was supposed to do. That 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 is true, but that was actually with Toronto. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. It was with Toronto. Yeah, but yeah. you are you are one hundred percent correct. He actually told the guy exactly what the place. <laughs> Demar Derozan actually leaned over to the rookie and said, "He's right. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do," and that's what he did. Like I told I told you, I love watching people. I love I love watching intelligent people just in their in like basically in their in their workshop i guess you can say yeah. you know doing what they do best that's the reason why i love Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning to me when i watched him i was just watching i i, was, I just love watching someone like put together a puzzle in a different level than anyone else and lebron's the same way he sees plays happen three or four steps before anybody else on the court and mm-hmm. watching it it's just absolutely amazing. We got to go, go. Yeah, so, we got to roll. Yeah, you so, got I got the number two pick. I'm going Michael Jordan uh, from Wilmington, North Carolina, six, standing six, six foot six um, out of the University of North Carolina. Um, now, I will say this had this draft happened before the last dance, I would have argued more for Jordan. But I got to be honest, man, like, that dude, I know it doesn't affect his, who he is as a player, but, man, LeBron is such a healthier pick, bro. Like, I mean that in, like, every sense of the word. Like, mental health, like, everything. Like, I love Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan is – he he is what made me watch basketball as a kid. Obviously, uh, growing up, if you had cable, WGN played – you know, many oh, man, of the, the time, man. yeah, many of the Bulls games, and so their, eighty-two of their games were on. All eighty-two of their games were on all time. Yeah, so like you, you know, I grew up in the nineties. You know, watching Jordan and Pippen and and Horace Grant and Paxson and Kerr and Kukoc, the whole the whole deal, uh, growing up there, and he changed the game. I mean, if you want to even look at it from the the Nike shoes contract, he changed the game with shoes. I, like I, Nike I took. Nike took a chance on him and uh, and and made him a signature shoe guy and the the shoe industry's never been the same. It's and never been the same. Him, and also made him a billionaire. Yeah. But that dude that dude right now like Jumpman will be around long after he if we're if the earth is still around after he leaves us, you know, 50 100 years afterwards Jumpman will still be around. Yeah, and what's crazy about Jumpman is that they've made the jump ironically into other sports and made it work. They're in golf, they're in yep. football, they're, they're, you know, uh, Michigan, um, uh, football, Florida football, North Carolina football, of course. Um, and so they've taken on a uh, jump man has. So, but, but in all in all in his legacy, uh, he was not perfect. Um, in fact, he was in, in a way, in, in many ways, he was an unhealthy leader and an unhealthy guy uh, in his mentality, but there was no one, that would that could outwork or that out I guess wanted to win more 
than than Jordan. And they, you know, I just watched a little bit of the on NBA TV. They had a thing about the the dream team back in '92, and how they were in practice, and Jordan just went berserk on everybody. And he walked into the to the locker room, and Magic and Bird were uh, were sitting there talking. And Jordan walked in, and he goes, "Hey, there's a new sheriff in town, right?" And the and, and Magic was kind of like, "What?" Well, I couldn't say anything. Like he just showed, <laughs> he just pro- proved it and showed it on the court. But uh, yeah, so I'll go, I'll go MJ number two, and I'm happy with the pick, man. Of course, I mean he <clears throat> he is the greatest of all time, in, in a sense. So oh, look, listen, listen, ninety. 90% of the people, well, whoever, we have 10 people that listen to this podcast. Nine out of that 10, and I'm, I may be optimistic with there really being one that agrees with me, will agree with you. I know I know that. You know, LeBron, I, I, MJ fans, and especially people who do not like LeBron's politics, will never, ever say that dude's better. And that's fine. Look, MJ – MJ's fascinating to me. I think, and, and me and you both both thoroughly enjoyed The Last Dance. I'd say The Last Dance, if you know me, man, I love lists. And like, if I had to, if I had to do a top 10 TV show to 2020, it'd easily be in the top 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it was just absolutely captivating. I mean, you had Tiger King. <laughs> the last oh, Dance. Boy. You know, man, Joe. Now, 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 it's not up there with Joe Exotic. Let's be honest. You know, I've I never mean, watched an episode of Joe uh, Tiger King. Do I? Look, look at the look. I say, you know, I've never watched an episode of Tiger oh, King. Oh man! Look at the look. Look at the look on your face right now, man. You have to at least. <laughs> you have to at least watch an episode. Like can't you can't just it, hear man. about it. You got to see. I, I popped in and out because Carrie watched it. Carrie mentioned the entire thing in two days, and I popped <laughs> in and out. I popped in and out it a couple times. It was just too much. And this is coming from a dude. Who still watches professional wrestling? Like when that is too much. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I just could. I, I might revisit it if I get some time. But anyways, well, but we're so we're snaking this draft. Yeah. yeah. So you. So got I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take three right now. Okay. Uh, hit me with it. Oh, that messed me up. Oh man, I already had a, a third one ready. Go ahead, man. Well, I'm I'm strategic right now. I'm gonna okay. go with my number three overall pick. I'm gonna go Larry Bird. Juice. <laughs> you better be glad we're keeping this thing PG. And you also better be glad. And who doesn't anyone doesn't know Josh is actually my pastor. So you better be glad you're my pastor because there be some choice words. Yeah. Oh, you you knew you I'm keeping you it clean. All right, Keep all right. Hit me with this. Let's put it this pick. way. I I strategically picked Larry Bird. So um, yeah, I mean, oh, here's very, the deal about Larry Bird. Very nice lady, you. Here, here's one thing I, that – and now I'll be honest with you. Larry Bird was like very, very early on in my basketball watching for my age. Okay. So I, a lot of the things I've learned about Larry Bird has been, you know, just kind of watching old tape and oh, man, seeing Larry different Legend clips. Be it's Larry Legend. <clears throat> you know, but here's the one thing that, that um, I feel like, you know, people my age and younger – they all think of Larry Bird as like a shooter, right? They just think of him as like a guy who could stand up there and drain it. And certainly, oh, no, he was LeBron before LeBron, dude. So that's where I'm heading. So like, certainly he could shoot the ball. He had an unorthodox kind of a you know release point and whatnot, but but he could certainly shoot the ball. But that was a, a just a fraction of his game. I mean, he was he took the ball to the basket. He was more athletic in his prime than what anybody gives him credit for. 
he could pass the ball like LeBron. That's why him and Magic Johnson, that's why those matchups were so crazy was because, honestly, they were so similar to one another. They were. Yep. And uh, and so, yeah, man, I mean, to think about this this country kid from the sticks and somewhere in, in the middle of Indiana and showing up and, and – um, and then taking basically taking the NBA by storm, him and Magic together. Let, let me ask you this: Do you actually believe? Do you do you actually believe he's the third, or you just you just do that? Uh, it, like you said, sheerly off strategic purposes. <clears throat> At the end of the draft, I'll share with you who I really truly believe the third. Best. Okay, no, I got some. No, I got somebody coming your way next. I got right. next two picks. You got, I got next somebody. Two. Go I ahead. I got somebody coming. All right. Well, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do four. Uh, I, I I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it on point right now I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna keep it chalk I'm gonna go with Magic. Yep. Magic, my personal opinion is the greatest point guard of all time. Yep. Better. Um, well, or, depends on if you if you count LeBron as a point. Eh, LeBron's a point forward, but Magic was a true true. Point yeah, guard. I can I get that. I agree with and, that. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I. I say LeBron's biggest strength is his court vision. He uh, Magic may have him beat, lot, and that's another thing. Though, like a lot of people compare LeBron and MJ, that's that's a bad comparison. They like they're no they're not even close to being even remotely the same kind of player. The two that you need to get compared, it, it, the best player to play compared LeBron to is easily Magic Johnson. It's not yeah. even close. Like that dude, I mean, he can defend. He can defend all five positions, much like LeBron, and extremely versatile. And his is also his basketball IQ was through the roof. So for that, I'm definitely going. And also, this what doesn't get enough credit. It, there's a fascinating documentary you, if you haven't watched, you need to watch. It's called Bird, Bird, Bird and Magic. It's an old okay. HBO documentary. Amazing. Basically, it breaks down how Bird and Magic saved the NBA. Okay. Uh, the, NBA uh, the NBA before they got drafted was just looking at it as like this drug field, insane chaos league. And like everyone, the, the ratings was tanking, the games were horrible. Cocaine was running rampant throughout the locker room. Basically the, basically Sean Kemp's life. Oh, man, you're talking about the Rain Man. Come on, dog. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, you know how the Rain Man does things. But, <laughs> but Magic and Bird came in, completely reversed the entire outlook of the league. And um, it's if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's fantastic. Now here's my number five. We'll, yeah, we'll start going a little quicker because I know you got to get going because that Duke game here in about yep. ten minutes. So we're gonna go. This this is where it's gonna get interesting. You ready for All this? Right, I'm ready. I'm going with the Bean. With Kobe, who? Kobe, Kobe Bean Bryant. Look at you! Mm. Look at you! There he is! There he is! Mm. Yeah, come on now! Backfire! Hey, you went left on. So you knew I was wait. I had a feeling you was, you was going to take him at six or seven, wasn't you? Oh, I was taking him at three. I think I think oh, Kobe. Oh, there it is. See, I think Kobe. I think it goes. Uh, LeBron and, and Jordan are interchangeable, and then okay. I, and then I, and then I go Kobe. Okay, but I, but right. I want to hear your but but I want to hear why you why you picked him so oh, high. strictly 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 to see that look on your face. That's <laughs> it. Look at that. For anyone that cannot see, Josh is looking at his face. was fantastic. Yep. That was worth this whole draft. Uh, I, now, you know, recently I've gained more respect for Kobe. Um, a lot of it is a lot of it is after he's passed. I was not a fan of him playing. Um, do I think he was an unbelievable scorer? Absolutely. Do I think he was a killer? 
I think that he, you know, I think that he was just like, he's one of those guys that, you know, just want, just wants to beat you into submission. Just, you know, that absolutely, he will, he will, he'll strangle you by a throat and never let you go. But that being said, I've kind of admitted things, especially I started becoming a huge fan of this guy after he passed, like mm-hmm. after, he, after, after basketball, right. After he retired from basketball, mm-hmm. because it really showed me that he really was a good dude to parenting, especially what he did with his kids. Mm-hmm. What he did with his kids was admirable and made me want to be a better father. Yep. And because of, I mean, because of that, I gained another level of respect for him. And I, and I've told you, he was he, for the longest time he wasn't in my top ten of the modern players. He was, I think, about twelve or thirteen. Um, I recently amended that and put him in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing about Kobe, dude, and 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 I I will stick to this. If I'm down two, and and there's five seconds left in the game, more than uh, more than I want MJ with the ball, more than LeBron with the ball, more than anybody else with the ball, I want I want the ball in Kobe's hands. It's hard. It's hard to argue against that. And really. it's funny too to hear those, uh, hear like players talk about like you know when they ask them like their their favorite Kobe memories it's always something like super competitive. Like even like oh, yeah. sitting at a restaurant talking about something, Kobe would get worked up about it because yep. he was so competitive. Yep. You know, and on the flip side, the other, the other players had like the other players respected him as so much. That's, that's how you know he was real because the other players respected him as much as they did. Yeah. And, and I mean, there were guys that were even after he retired, like Kobe would, would I give evidently have this, like invitation only, like off season workouts for a couple yep. of days, and he would like invite guys CLA, out. I believe. Yeah, he would invite guys out, and like you know, it was like the the highlight of those guys, like NBA, you know, current NBA players. Like, man, I want to go work out with Kobe. Yep. You know? So, right. I'm, so, so coming up on the one year, man, I think it's on the 26th. Um, I know, Kobe man, it's, away. Just it's terrible, man. I still can't believe it, man. For real, I mean. I, that that his death actually shook me more than I actually yeah. thought it was going to. Just you know what? Someone said this the other the when when it happened or in the aftermath of it, and I think it's true. Kobe came into our lives right when the internet was just really catching everything, and then Kobe was was at the height of his career when social media really started coming on, and so like we were able to follow Kobe from like a high school senior Mm -hmm. to like winning titles. You know what I mean? And like, it was the first guy that we kind of had a little more access to, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. I I would say even so more, more than KG who came in around the same time because KG, he wasn't, he played in Minnesota. Like, and and Kobe was just straight LA all the way. Yep. But but go ahead and hit me with uh, six and seven. Yeah. Six and seven. All right, I'm going to stay true to my list right here. I'm going to go Shaquille O'Neal hey, at number six. Hey, up a little bit, man. The big man, yeah. So I started thinking more about it. No, no, I started thinking more about it. And here's okay. the honest truth. All right. There is not a more dominant player. Oh, man. And and here's the thing. You do yourself an injustice when you, when you start thinking about Shaq's career in his last three to four seasons. You really got to watch Shaq like in his first five years – and my man, like from the in the nineties, like oh, early, in, in the early two thousands too. I would that say that three feet with Kobe, man. Oh man, just and my man could move anybody out of the way. And and honestly, people say the game has changed, and it certainly has changed. But I still say 
if a dude like Shaq were to show up in the league this, uh, even in this league, oh, he'd be, he'd be fine. He'd be fine. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if there's much argument, man. Shaq is, a, is he's a great dude. Obviously, his career has been extended through broadcasting and uh, doing the uh, NBA stuff with him and Chuck and and Kenny and uh, and, and uh, what's his name, the guy that hosts that, Ernie Johnson. Ernie? Yeah. There you go. And uh, and man, they they're awesome and they have a great time. But Shaq's a generally good dude, man. He's act, he lives in Atlanta area. He actually is invested in the uh, athletic department of a friend of mine uh, where his kids go to school. Shaq like paid for the the floor for their gym. Just an awesome dude. So uh, so oh, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Shaq at um, pick number six. Number seven, man. I have seven and eight right next to each other. But I think I'm gonna, I know you. I think I know where you're going. Go I ahead. bet you don't. All right. I'm going to go with my true number seven, and I don't like him. I don't like him, but his talent is nasty. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I, That's a little higher for my taste. So Man, Kevin he, Kevin Durant he, he, is seven he, feet I, tall. He's seven uh-huh. foot tall. Uh-huh. He can right. he can handle the ball like a like a uh-huh. like a two or a one. Yeah. He can shoot the ball as well as anybody from outside. Yep. And and somehow his thin frame does not necessarily hurt him when he drives to the basket. He's the greatest, and I'll say this, he's the greatest, greatest scoring forward of yep. all time. Yeah. And I truly do believe that. I mean, he's I, I agree with you. The only thing that would hesitate with me putting him that high is I want to see him do it. Okay, for example, LeBron. LeBron, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yes. I, obviously, LeBron, you know, uh, LeBron always had to have a, a, a Robin to his Batman, basically. Right. And um, and I understand that. But the teams that LeBron was on, and uh, I even say the Miami Heat because Dwayne Wade took a back seat to LeBron, especially mm-hmm. in the second championship time. Yep. He took a back seat to LeBron. The teams that he were on was his teams. Um, Kevin Durant, the Golden State Warriors. I think the distance between number one and number seven is very fast. Like there's a there's a big difference. In, but Durant, in, in Durant can get it. Now, I'll be honest with you. I think Durant can get into the top five. I agree. It depends on how it, he closes his career out. Exactly. And the, and the thing about it is. The Golden State Warriors was never Kevin Kevin Durant's team. No, the Golden State Warriors. Now he was the best player on that team. Yep. But that team will always be Steph Curry's team. Yep. Period. Because he, you know, he was the one that got drafted there. He 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 moved up with the franchise. He brought them where they're at. So I, I mean, I don't disagree with it. I I just and maybe I'll be honest with you. Maybe that's some of my personal bias coming in. Well, I, like I said, I don't I don't like him as a person. I don't like the way he honestly the way he interacts as a teammate, it seems. He's too sensitive, man. He's too sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all good. So uh yeah, so I have four. I only have one left, man. So you you get your this is your last two, right? Yes, sir. This is your well, last two, I'm, man. I know what I say what we got. We eight and nine. Okay. Well with eight, I'm gonna go uh Timmy, oh Timmy Duncan. Oh, okay. That's right. Even, that's right. No, no, no. Why are y'all hating on Big Man? Agree. But this is this is how bad this is how much Tim Duncan flies under the radar. I did not think one time about putting him in my top ten, but he's, he's legit nobody does. There. Nobody, unless you're a fan of a fifteen foot bank shot, right? 
you're not going to think about it, Cody. You're not going to think about putting him because, I mean, there's nothing exciting about the guy. Right. I mean, really isn't. I mean, unless you like championships, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you like winning and, and you like <laughs> and you like productivity <laughs> and efficiency. Listen, dude, watching the dude, watching the Spurs back in the day was literally like watching paint dry on the wall. Oh, yeah. But they but, won championships. I mean, it, it really was. But they won championships. I mean, it's just – Look, I mean, the guy's good. I mean, I can't, I can't, I mean, I can't take anything. I mean, he's a five-time champion. I mean, he yep. was the best player on that team. Uh, all but, I said on the championship, all but one of them. I think Kawhi, Kawhi probably was the best player on that team in the last one. Yeah. Well, Duncan had just gotten to that age. Yeah, but, you know, he wasn't as productive. But, I mean, he's boring. I'm not, look, this isn't going to win, like, I mean, popular. But let's be honest. If you put this poll on the internet, I'm definitely taking L on this, but I don't care because I picked LeBron. <laughs> I picked Tim Duncan. That's all right. All right, so my not, number nine, and I think I may. I think this one may be the last guy you got. So if I take him, it's going to be interesting. To see. Well, I'm no I'm, because oh, I didn't have Duncan, so I've got two guys okay. in play here. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right, I'm gonna go, and I'm not a big fan of this guy, but I'm gonna go it anyway. I'm gonna go. I, what I think is the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, oh, Stephen Curry. Okay, he's on my uh, list. Yeah, I'm gonna go. He's one of I'm my two. Go, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go Curry. I think. Um, I think you can make the argument that no one has changed the game of basketball more mm-hmm. in the past thirty years than Steph Curry. And the reason why I say that is, you see guys like LeBron, you see guys like Zion, you see MJ. I mean, you you see like you know. You see these guys that come out there just dominate people with their with their athleticism. Kids like eight nine year old kids when they see those guys play, they're 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 like, okay, I want to do what they do, but I can't. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. No matter like, no matter how any how great in shape any of us get, we're not going to do the things LeBron James, right? Zion and Giannis and those guys do. Yeah, Giannis. Yeah. There's no, no yeah. chance. But when you watch Steph Curry play. You're like, if I work hard enough, that's probably now. Now, I'm not saying it's not fool's gold. I'm not saying anyone can, but I'm, but you look at that and say, yep. I can do what I can that do guy that. does. Yep. And, and he's completely changed the game of basketball for good and bad. We get that's a different debate, right? At a different time. And on top of that, I think he, he was a part of, and I'm, I didn't bring this up in the LeBron argument, but you know, one of the LeBron arguments, like where he's four and six in the finals. Well, the the six and zero MJ thing is a little skewed to me, because I'm gonna be flat out honest with you. The 2017 Warriors is the greatest basketball team ever. Seen. Yeah, the woman. And, I don't, and if any MJ fan says differently, I will not respect their ability to understand basketball, because MJ's Bulls. I'm going to be nice and say they would have lost in six games just because it's MJ. My honest opinion. Is they would have get they would have lost four to one. Yeah. That 2017 Warriors, I believe, would have beat any of the Bulls teams in five games. Yeah, and I will make that argument with anybody. And Steph and Steph Curry was the captain of that team, and yeah. I mean, and he's still his ability to stretch the floor and his ability to shoot is unparalleled in the history of basketball. Yes, and he has, and it's not. I don't think it's underrated, but his handle. His, his handle is nasty. His handle is underrated because it's never talked about. His yeah. hand, and I believe his handle is very good. Yeah. It, other than Kyrie, he may have the best handle in the NBA. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. All right, so I'm going to go with the final – my final pick, which is the 10th overall pick. He's still there on my board. I actually had him at number eight ahead of Curry. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the underappreciated 6-1 guard from the Georgetown Hoyas. Mr. Allen Iverson. Hey, oh, man, you going to answer on me? I'm going to answer oh. for my final pick. Okay. And I say that because, my, I mean, if there is such a thing as an underrated superstar, that dude. And now, who cares that he didn't want to practice? We now have guys like Kyrie Irving that don't want to play games. games. <laughs> what you talking about? This is a game. What you talking about? We were talking about games. We're talking about regular season games. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But but Allen Iverson, here's my thing. My man can shoot. And and let's be real. There's some clips on YouTube of him shaking Michael Jordan out of his shorts, bro. Like, making him look ridiculous on the defensive end. Now, granted, it was towards the end of MJ's career. I get that. But Allen Iverson led the league in scoring multiple seasons. He could shoot the ball. He could pass the ball. He could jump out of the gym. Um, he was a bucket, man. And 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 my man led the Nets. Was it the Nets? Sixers, Nets. Was it? Sixers. Was he all in the Sixers the Never whole Sixers. his whole career? Uh, no, he got traded to – oh, man, don't ask me because – I thought it was, was – really, He was really bad. He was really bad towards the end of his career. But That's anyway. He played for two more teams, I believe. But, but 76ers hey, is who yeah, he was main. Championship, yes. Yeah. So I went with AI. Honestly, I took him over players like Isaiah Thomas, who I think was underrated dude with the Pistons. Yeah, Barkley and Akeem Olajuwon. Those three were on my kind of on my big board. But I, I personally think. probably would have put Akeem above him, but I, yeah. I, I respect the look. You will never find a bigger fan of AI than me. I love watching the guy. I mean, the guy. If you if you ever wanted to see a real life version of the movie Three Hundred, yeah. I mean, it was him like. He would go into like the team that he drug to that 76ers train that he drug to the championship. I mean, was yeah. Eric Snow? Um, I forgot. Uh, man, I know, I know Batumbo was on the team. Um, I believe, uh, George was George Lynch on there. I don't, I can't, dude. I don't, I, was, that's the thing. I don't was, have a clue. I mean, it was hard. They were, it was a, they had one, they had one more score on the team, but that team was just straight trash. Yeah, I mean, it, and he just basically just willed them to to an NBA Finals and actually beat and won the first game against the Lakers, and then got, and that was the only game the Lakers lost that year in the in the final. They were undefeated, yeah. Other than that one loss to the 76ers. <laughs> I mean, the guy. I mean, look, you won't find it. I, I used to love AI, love yeah AI. for sure. I, I'm and, a fan, and and honestly, I I the when I was probably growing up. Allen Iverson played in an era where there was still a little bit of that punk left in the NBA, and so he kind of got a bad rap. I think the kid was incredible. I think he was awesome. Um, I think, you know, coming from where he came from, too, man, to see him be as successful as he was, I'm all about it. So here's my team, man. Here's my five. So I've got AI at the one. I've got Michael Jordan at the two. I've got Bird and KD as my three and four. And I got Shaq as my five. Oh, so, we're doing. Oh, I didn't know we was doing. No, we're five. not. We're, I didn't make. Oh, I didn't okay. do that on purpose. Oh, I just, okay, that's All how right. it shook out. So for you, you know, you got Curry and 
Oh man, you oh, should we know we oh. I'm straight. I'm straight. Go. We got one dude. Dog. Duncan. You Duncan got Curry and Magic and LeBron. <laughs> Let's go. And Kobe, and dude, that'd be a, that'd be a, that'd be a fun. Hey, shooters gonna shoot, man. Yeah, y'all just gonna spread it around. But uh, hey, that's all right, man. Shooters gonna look. LeBron ain't got mm-hmm. shooting none. And you know, Tim Tim loves him, but the only thing he's gonna do is like a little fifteen foot bank. Everybody else, oh yeah, to go. Oh yeah, no, that's 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 awesome. Um, but yeah, so that was the that was our uh, draft for this um, first episode, and we do. By the way, final thoughts here. Um, we're gonna be putting these out as often as we can. We're not gonna really set a schedule. We're gonna be putting these out as often as we can. We're gonna try to do once a week. I yeah, that would be that would be ideal. Yeah. Uh, but if we miss a week or two here and there, um, it just is what it is. Uh, but <clears throat> listen, you can um, find us on Twitter um, at the handle at No Creds Pod at No Creds Pod. Find us on Twitter. We're just gonna we actually just secured that um, tonight before we got on. So we're gonna be kind of getting that up and going. So if you would share. Uh, like the like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating. Um, that would help. Um, Justin, man, you got any final thoughts on the first episode? Only final thoughts is uh, I'm a little worried about me and you. You know, I'm I'm starting to get worried about the length of this. I didn't know it was going to go an hour. Like we we went an hour and twenty, and I'll be honest with you, we cut it. We cut a lot of our conversation short, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, for forward. sure. Um, so we'll do know. our best. We'll, we'll do our yeah. best to get, get to, to get to the point. But as we said, uh, for Justin Goss, my name is Josh Cox. We want to thank you for listening to the pilot episode of the No Credentials Podcast. Once again, you can find us on Twitter at No Creds Pod. Until next time, we will see you later and we will see you soon.